0: Digital currency is a new and very speculative market. It is risky. No outcome can be predicted with any investment. is subject to complete loss and not suitable for all investors. MyDigitalMoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest. You have enough to worry about. Let us help you set it up, and you'll be extremely happy with our service. Hey, everybody. Thanks for staying with us into our guest segment. That's if you're listening to us on KYH. If you're listening to us on Global Star and its affiliates, Welcome. You're listening to the Common Sense Show, and we're the show. That's freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. We're brought to you by PrepareWithDave.com. They help pay the bills. They're the one storable food company that's not been bought out by the federal government, and they're still meeting demand, and you can still place your orders with them. The two- and four-week packages are the most numerous they have left. I'd recommend sticking to that. And you can order as much as you want of those, and uh, the price has not changed Since they had a sale two months ago, no price gouging here, 25-year shelf life, preparewithdave.com. Along those lines, too, if you have food, you better have water. And we have the Alexa Pure Pro water filter, and the research at the website I'm going to send you to shows you it's number one in the industry. And they're offering their product, not at the same price, at 40% off. It's absolutely incredible. Waterwithdave.com, best for water purification, turn standing water into drinkable water. That's waterwithdave.com. Well, we have on a gentleman that we nickname Wrecker. And uh, hopefully he's engaged in his Wrecker activities on behalf of the country, which I know he is. And he works in federal law enforcement. And often we have him come on here and we've had him discuss things like quarantines, and we've discussed other things that uh, now are of concern to us, but we've kind of entered into a national security phase now, and I imagine we're going to touch on a lot of those issues. So let's, uh, without further ado, welcome from the United States of America, we're not going to be any more specific than that, Wrecker. Wrecker, thanks for joining us, and man, do we live in unprecedented times.
1: Hey Dave, thanks for having me on yeah man we live in some strange times you know we we laughingly uh joked about two months ago whenever i brought up that eventually this will get bad enough where there'll be checkpoints on borders of states and there'll be uh stopping interstate commerce and travel i'll be damned if it isn't happening now but it's happening at an exaggerated rate uh Something I want to make clear to a lot of people, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of confusion, what's going on right now in regards to this pandemic is largely being, the, the steps are largely being taken by the state, the governors and the mayors, and not really the federal government. Correct. Uh, so, you know, what that shows me is if you're in a highly democratic state or a highly democratic city, um, you're going to start feeling the the squeeze of their policies that they want to uh, introduce the world. Um, I'll actually quote David Ike, which you'll never hear me do that again. But uh, <laughs> wanting wanting to bring in the Hunger Game society. That man was never more accurate in his speech recently with BBC, uh, or his, his recording with BBC than when he said that. that the elite of this world are trying to take down the economy, trying to poison the world, spread fear and pollution and disrupt everything that the normal person does to get us under their thumb. And it's really starting to happen right now. Uh, I didn't expect, you know, for the virus to be as bad as what some scientists or some people who claim to be scientists on YouTube, uh, thought it would. Thankfully it's not as bad, but I was just reading, uh, let me pull up the article. I emailed it. To you. uh, hold on one second. And radio free Asia is reporting that Wuhan deaths may be as high as 48,000 and that they were cremating 24,000 bodies a month. Now, they're saying that they only lost 10,000 people. So who's telling the truth here? You know, you when I hear people, and especially in the government, in my government, they say, oh, well, China is already over the hill, and they're starting to recover. And I keep having to say this, and I'm standing on my table doing it. You believe the Chai You believe the communists who lied about SARS in 2018? You know, I mean... And, it, and even now, Americans are believing it because the mainstream media says it or exactly. because even our, own pres, even our own president has mistakenly said, we're going to be fine. We're going to get through this. You know, We'll be back to work in a couple weeks. Dave, we've been saying it since the beginning. No, we won't. This is, gonna, this is an attrition. This is going to take a long time. It's going to affect a lot of people. We know about the death. We know about the hoarding of medical supplies now. Uh, but we don't know what the long-term side effects of this is yet. You know, we, we have just barely scratched the surface of what the coronavirus, COVID-19, is really going to do to the American people, not just to our populace, but to our economy. We're, we've just scratched the surface.
0: I would agree with that. We're in free fall economically. I mean, I, I kind of think we're going to reach 50% unemployment before much longer. Hello. Well, you know. Oh, I thought I lost you there. Oh, I'm here. Go ahead, Rucker.
1: I, uh, you know, you wouldn't be too off on that, um, and here's why: the big box stores and the mega corporations are not affected by this. It's the mom and pop store, the startup businesses, the guy who st- you know started up a garage in his house to start fixing cars, you know those are the people who are going to be highly affected. It's the business owners that have 20 employees. They're being highly affected right now. And once the trucking industry gets hit, and it's starting to get hit now, once trucking stops, man, I don't know how bad it gets, but it's going to get bad within just a couple of days. Because all your fresh produce, it's not grown locally. I don't know how you're going to get it. Now, I know that in certain states they're allowing the restaurants to actually sell their produce as like a farmer's market venue which that is great because if they can't make enough food and they order too much food at least it's not going to get wasted and they can sell it make a buck and you can buy some lettuce or you know tomatoes or whatever uh but what I'll, i'll tell you is what i've told a couple people and I I, uh, I listened to a permaculture farmer and uh, this is what he's telling people. Right now, I am so thankful that my grocery store is in my backyard. And when I sat there and I saw him say that because I'm on a little mini farm that me and my wife are trying to get up and going. Uh, and he lives on one. And he just walks into his backyard Every produce you could think of that you get from the grocery store, he has it. He's got chickens, he's got ducks, he's got gooses, got a couple of pigs, got a bunch of cows, got some horses. And I'm just sitting there going, damn, my backyard should be my grocery store. So I'm, I go to a couple of friends' houses the other night for some meetings. And I'm looking at their backyard. Like, you have enough space in your backyard to make a grocery store. Did you know that? And he just looked at me strangely. and said, you put a chicken coop right there. You could put a, a garden in right here. And you're not going to be as reliable as the rest of us having to go to the grocery store. Because as you see now, like we discussed uh, a week or two ago, people are starting to get robbed at grocery stores. You know, it's, it's getting hairy out there.
0: Yeah, uh, it's interesting you'd say that uh, Paul Martin, colleague and friend of mine from Northern Colorado was told the very same thing that you said about uh, robbing people coming out of grocery stores. It's happening in Larimer County, the Fort Collins area, and the Greeley area in Weld County in northern Colorado.
1: Right now would be a terrible time, an absolute terrible time, to be a single mother with kids and have to go shopping because criminals will take advantage of every situation possible. Uh, my, this is my direction for people who are worried about going out shopping. If you can do daytime shopping, if you can do it in the morning, uh, you know, go in groups if you can, but every time you get out of your car, before you turn the car off, before you open the door, 360 degrees of situational awareness begins in your car before you get out. You look in every window, and you look to see if anyone is watching you. You'll be surprised at how many people you see that are doing the same thing. They're looking around, seeing if anyone's looking at them. And as you get out, when you open the door, before you close the door, you look left, you look right, you look forward, you look behind. Close the door, you go to whichever side of the car that you need to to get uh, headed into the store, you look again. As you're walking, do not have your head in your phone. Three hundred and sixty degrees of situational awareness does not apply in the Internet. Leave the phone alone. Look for people that are predatory animals that are watching you, waiting for you to act like that sheep in your phone. I can play you CCTV footage over and over again of people being uh, robbed, or brutalized because they're not watching what they're doing they're in la la land as they're walking so you know and i know me and bob griswold preach on this all the time but 300 degrees of situational awareness everywhere you go and it's the same thing while you're in the store and it's the same thing coming back out because now you're going to have desperate people and during desperate times desperate people take desperate measures and they're going to try and snacks in your groceries they may not try to take all of them. They may just try to grab whatever they can or heck they may take everything. So have your 360 degrees, of situational awareness and watch everyone. Not only that, but just be a little bit more accurate. I actually made some notes tonight. So be ever vigilant right now. Uh, People are observing everything that you do. They're observing what supplies you're bringing into your home. They're observing what you post on social media and so on. There used to be a guy uh, when I was a prison guard many years ago that called himself the door kick king. And I asked him, so why'd you give yourself such a stupid nickname? He said, because I would monitor people's Facebook and everyone that I knew within my town or the town adjacent to me, when they said they were going on a vacation, I'd go and break into their house because I knew they weren't there. Like, Oh, well, thanks for telling me that. They said, Oh yeah, man, that's what a lot of us do. We just wait for you to leave. And, uh, see the thing about being a criminal is they have all the time in the world to make you into that example. You, on the other hand, have to constantly be thinking and fighting not to ignore the possibility that someone is watching you, someone is preying on you. So have that predatory mindset yourself, and at least it turns predator versus predator instead of predator versus prey. Uh, The supplies that you're bringing into your home, you know, if you have that one family And I hate saying family, but a lot of times it does end up being something like that. Or that certain individual who's watching you down the street, sitting in their car, you know, they just followed you in. They know what kind of surprise, they know what kind of supplies you bought that they need. So during desperate times, people will do very desperate things to get and acquire food, medicine, whatever kind of supplies they need for themselves or their families. Uh, Especially all those people who are going to be out of a job. Imagine, Dave, 150 million Americans without a job. That's a lot of time on people's hands to watch other people who are still making money. Um, So be careful of people that are looking to be your friend right now. Why are people taking an interest into you when years ago when you moved in, you joked around that you were a prepper? Well, they always saw that you always had, you know, an abundant supply.
0: Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control? Knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available. And that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. With Dave.com That's waterwithdave.com. Save $80 for a short time. Supplies of
1: things that they never did. People do take that little note, put it in the back of their head. That guy's a prepper. He's one of those crazy guys. And bam, the economy hit or the coronavirus or the hurricane. And they go, oh, I know where this supplies. I can go over to John's house and I can ask John, hey, you know, me and my family never prepared because we thought you guys were crazy. Can I get some eggs from your chickens that I noticed you just recently got? That will tell you a lot about how much you're being watched when they start asking for particular things. So you'll know people, you'll know these individuals by the fruit. And a very good quote, some people talk to you in their free time. And some people free their time to talk to you. You should learn the difference. You should learn when people are trying to take advantage of a situation and cozy up to you
0: by calling Noble Gold at 877-646-5347.
1: A longtime friend that is now going through a hard time where you know it's best to donate food or to send your tithe to. So it's good for us to know the difference in people that are praying upon you and people that are praying that you can deliver something for them, praying to God that, you know, maybe I will get something. Uh, so learn the difference. Yeah, and when prepping.
0: I, I totally oh, agree with you. Well, you know, I'm I'm to the point where I'm going to tell my wife, you're not going to the store without me in the vehicle, and I'm going to be carrying, and um, I'll just wait in the vehicle, and as she comes out, I'll be ready. That's how we have to do it now.
1: Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately. But, you know, you have some people who have lived in cities, dangerous cities, who have always had to have that mindset. And now, suburban life is starting to have this mindset. See, we out here in the country, we never thought, for the most part, it would hit us. Because we live so far out, and you know we have to drive 30 minutes just to get into town. Uh, so you always thought, nah, I'm too far out. Well, when home invasions start going up in your area, understand, there's always a chance that you have been surveyed, that people have come, Seen when you're there, Seen when you're not there, seeing how many people are usually at that house during what hour of the day. You know They're doing an assessment on you. And this happens so much more than you think. Uh, even as a cop, I'm constantly doing assessments on people. How many times do I normally see people going out of this store? What kind of people am I seeing coming in and out of this store? You know, there's nothing wrong with profiling. When you start profiling individuals, you're building up that four sheet in your head you know is this an area that has undesirable kind of individuals that i wouldn't want to take my kids to is this an area where that seems pretty safe now you're going to everyone's naturally going to start profiling because you're going to know in your spirit or in that sixth sense or in your gut that there are people here that could do me harm, and there are people here that now they're just sheeple walking around aimlessly buying stuff Uh, and you know, eventually you'll learn the difference or those people will show you who they are.
0: Hopefully uh, they show you who they are before they can victimize you.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, uh, unfortunately it only happens when you don't expect it. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously you're, you're hanging out at a, an establishment that serves a lot of alcohol late at night and you just so happen to get a fit get in a fist fight with a drunk outside well you kind of should have known better but people don't expect it whenever they go to the gas station and they're just filling up their their car and here comes this guy with a gun you know that's that's why i always stress 360 degrees of situational awareness your eyes will tell you when someone bad is coming you know especially if you're if you're linked Really, really good, and with your senses, you'll notice how people carry themselves. If they have their hand already on, you know, in their waist, on their hips, you know, the places where people normally carry weapons, uh, you can start picking up and observing that. And you can do that just by people watching. And that's something as a cop you do all the time. You just people watch. Uh, and you start, you start figuring out how certain people carry themselves. Uh, but when prepping, or in the middle of a dangerous situation or negotiating for goods and services. Remember this quote from Marcus Aurelius, ask yourself at every moment, is this necessary? Is this risk that I'm taking worth the reward? Is everything that I'm doing right now necessary? If it's 10 o'clock at night, is it necessary for me to leave my family alone to go get a snack? Or could you wait until the morning or make your own food? Because people who want to prey upon you are going to watch when you leave and when you go. Most crimes happen at night. Not all, but most. There's an advantage to the predator for attacking at night. There's an ambush there. It's easier to do it when you can't be seen. So, you know, understand your environment, understand where you're at, And you need to do a good self-assessment of where you stand in your elements of survival. How much cash do I have on hand? Do I have any gold or silver? Do I have anything I can barter and negotiate goods or services for? And as long as you can answer one of those, typically you're not going to be left out to dry. But it's something that I've been telling myself for years. Ask yourself at every moment, is this necessary? is it necessary for me to get mad the situation with this person or will a smile and a okay and walk away do yeah you know, it's it's something that as time's progress and get worse we're going to have to eventually be forced to learn how to negotiate with people and not avoiding people and this whole thing about the social distancing man it has me pissed off uh, not only do I think it's irrelevant because if you sneeze or if you cough and you're in a crowded area where other people are breathing and sneezing sneezing and coughing standing six feet away from people is not going to do you any good it's just not uh, but what it does do and you're the psychology expert back me up on this once you start creating that folder in someone's mind in a, in a sense of mind control, you want to create a folder in their mind so that when there's a situation, their brain automatically pulls from this folder, the, from this file, and they go, oh, I should always be six feet back. Oh, I should always get onto them for covering their mouth. Oh, I should always say, God bless you after they sneeze. And it's things that you don't typically won't say, it happens automatically. And it's because a progression in life of people telling you what to do you eventually just learn to fall in line with it or you go away from that situation so you don't have to fall in line with it. But since it's being forced at a national level, you know, a $1,000 fine or 180 days in jail, if you stand too close to somebody, if you gather in crowds of more than 10 people or if you go outside your home, we're not the pets of the government. This is still America. This is still the land of the free. I understand we need to take precautions, but no one gave a damn about the flu last year. Now everybody cares about the coronavirus and still the coronavirus hasn't killed what the flu has in America. And we still don't talk about that, which kind of makes me a little upset. The point is people have blown off the risk of the flu. Oh, I have my flu shot or I'll take Fairclue, or I'll stay in for a couple of days. But they've built up COVID-19 to be this boogeyman. It's a, it's a bad bug. It's a killer. It can maim. I'm not going to deny that. But not at the extent that the flu does. And it still hurts the same kind of people that the flu does. People that are elderly or the young. People that are in compromised immune systems. These are people who are always going to be affected by any sort of virus, period. So why is it now that we're not allowing interstate travel or stopping state-to-state travel and we're having uh, roadblocks and checkpoints by state patrol and local authorities popping up everywhere saying, oh, if you came from this state, you better turn around or we're going to mandate you're going to be forced into a two-week uh, quarantine. Well, isn't that funny that it's a two-week quarantine and then you're released? Because last time I heard, you can be sick for up to 28 days, 30 yes. days, 40 days until you can even see anything, and then you have to go to the doctor. So what's with the two-week thing? It doesn't make any sense, but what it's doing, just like how the mainstream media kept saying Trump's a Russian conspiracy theorist or, or all this crap. They're pounding it into your head. It's just like the Nazis said, if I tell you a lie enough, eventually you'll believe it. It's the same thing that's been used by the elite, by the politicians, for years to control people. That would, that's what this whole thing is about. Dave, when you said that the whole world was uprising against authoritarianism, against dictators and then all of a sudden COVID-19 happens and oh my gosh it's so terrible which I'm not going to lie I'm not downplaying it. It has killed many. It's killed thousands. Supposedly it's killed tens of thousands. Maybe millions. Who knows? But it's not done. We're not even seeing the, the crisp of this yet in America and we'll get on that later. But the draconian measures and policies that are being implemented, people should start being pissed off about this. And I, for the life of me, I really don't know why we live in this snow globe nation at this point. You know, everything is contained and fine in my own little snow globe, and every now and then I get to shake it, and some snowflakes happen, and I twist a little knob and plays some cute music, and everything's fine. That's what the politicians are trying to tell you. Trump's been saying this for a while now. Oh, we're going to get over it. We're going to go back to work. Does, Does anyone else in his administration, has anyone else explained to him how a viral outbreak starts and how it gets worse? Let's go back to the Congo. Ebola. Eventually, it got so bad, villagers would go into a village of one person suspected with it and kill everyone. What? That kidding. is how this will that's, yeah, that's how this will eventually progress. People take drastic measures to secure their own safeties and freedom. And if you want us to progress down that road, keep believing the lies that the government is telling you. Everything is not okay. The economy is not doing well we probably won't rebound from this and a lot of people are going to be without jobs. We already have a strain on our social security system for paying for illegals, for paying for criminals, for paying for the poor people that actually need it, like people with severe disabilities or the elderly uh, or people who've lost their incomes. And now they have to, they have to have that paycheck uh, for unemployment. My heart goes out to those people. But whenever you make half the population, a quarter of the population, even an eighth of a population, dependent upon Social Security, socialism is going to win the day. Politicians are eventually going to say, well, if the mom-and-pop stores couldn't recuperate after COVID-19, we should just allow the big box stores to turn themselves into these mega corporations to bail us out. And we will, you know, We'll ignore a couple policies and a couple laws and a couple procedures. We'll let the unions get a little bit stronger, a little bit weaker, anything so that America can make this fuck. But yet, at the same time, the whole world is battling a recession. This is like the globalist elite said hit the panic button. Too many people are having, are living in MAGA country right now. We need to flip the world on its head so we can control the population. it's money because like what Maxine Waters said and like what's going on in certain countries around the world they want to get rid of the dollar I promise you if you take a dollar bill you're gonna find more trace amounts of methamphetamines and cocaine than you will be COVID-19 on it this is asinine this is
0: Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges.
1: All about fear and panic. And that's what politicians do best. They create fear, they induce panic, and then they can have their policies. Why in the hell is H.R. 5717 trying to get passed through the House of Representatives right now which if no one knows, it's another gun ban deal. Why is that pertinent right now? I thought bringing medical supplies and aid and monetary relief to states and people affected by this was most important. But yet, on the right hand, you have COVID-19. On the left hand, you have the politicians sneaking in every authoritarian, draconian, socialist, and communistic policy and law that they can think of. And they're hoping, I guess, that either Trump's stupid and he won't read it or they can just keep negotiating and keep withholding the funds that the American people need. I'll tell you right now, I don't know if you're going to get that paycheck. I don't know if Americans are going to get this, uh, this, this I don't know what you would call it, this relief check uh, to these families. Uh, I am optimistic. I hope it happens. Uh, I'm going to make sure that I pray tonight that it does happen because I know where my checks can go, uh, to help others. I don't need it. Uh, but I'm suspecting it. I, I, I don't think it's going to happen because it just sounds too good. It, it sounds like there's a hook with a carrot on it and there's a stick attached to it. And Americans are falling around going, well, Here's some money. Just pay attention to this. And that's what it feels like to me. There, there's trickery in the air right now. And to, to see that the American public is just being, just being rocked to sleep right now because of this, or they're only panicking for toilet paper and bullets, which I'm going to stress right now, please stop buying all the bullets and toilet paper. If you're an avid shooter, go buy all the bullets you want. If you're an average crapper, go buy all the toilet paper that you want. But to hoard it to the extent that people are getting pissed and desperate is only going to incite the riot and the fear and the panic that the politicians are perfecting. Obama did it best by inciting riot and fear into the people. Now the same organization, the same group, the same rhinos, and the same Democrats are doing the same thing again. And at this rate, are we going to have an election? I don't know. Is the RNC going to be canceled? Is the DNC going to be canceled? I don't know. I know November 8th is going to happen and someone is going to be voted in. And I am almost positive it's not sleepy, let me smell your hair, Joe Biden. So there's a a lot of criminal activity afoot right now. And I can't put my finger on it, but I'm telling you right now, this is smoke and mirrors with COVID-19. There are things happening around the world and in this country, and you're seeing it with the mayors. Dave, how many mayors have you and I talked about that are talking about taking your private property, wanting to take your guns and your cars, giving themselves the ability to go in your home and seize food and supplies? No, not while this is still a free country. But let America be swayed asleep, and this will turn into the Hunger Games. I give it back to you.
0: I just don't think they're going to get away with it. At what point do people get out in the streets and say, we demand answers? And this is kind of where the, the road you're going down here. You're talking about a covert agenda where nothing is communicated, and I think at some point the people are going to force the communication. What do you think?
1: Well, I think eventually you'll have to. Uh, but during times like this, it's strange how the Internet and the phone lines always seem to go down.
0: Oh, ho, ho, ho. Can I tell you about a rumor? It's crossed my desk now three times. One from a semi-credible source I've worked with before. Two are just people that uh, are there. But they're repeating the same thing. Internet down as early as tomorrow along with cell phones because a covert operation is being launched by Trump to arrest dissidents. And I reject the timetable because it's too soon.
1: I, 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 I would love to comment on that, but I actually don't have any actual intelligence on it. If I did, you and I would have already talked about it. Uh, but and I don't talk about classified things, so let me clear the air on
0: that. Uh, Are you allowed to talk about quarantine zones assignments by um, federal agencies?
1: Oh yeah, sure. I'm talking about,
0: uh, talking about talking uh, about all the agencies taking off the quarantine facilities, Heb, Target, Walmart, and uh, they were replaced a while ago with federal marshals who've been advertising for local law enforcement to guard these facilities at the rate of $50 an hour. That's correct. Um, Isn't that speaking to the fact it's probably a governmental operation and not deep state, and they might be housing political prisoners yet to be arrested?
1: I would say that it could be used for either or. If there was some sort of widespread operation to arrest or at least detain deep state individuals and their uh lackeys because a possible coup is happening, then I wouldn't doubt it. But if it was for medical quarantining, because this virus is going to get so out of hand and it's going to overwhelm our medical emergency services to the point that overflow is going to be in Target, uh, I wouldn't be surprised either. Mm-hmm. But I would say it would have to be a city and state case by case. I, wouldn't, I would laugh if it happened in California. But if you look at what's happening right now in New York, the parks are having the white tents put up in them. Because there's no room in the hospital. You know, I mean, if there's a major car accident, but the ER and OR is backed up because of coronavirus victims, and they all have the same symptoms, if they all have the, relatively the same symptoms, and we can treat them all the same way, let's move them over here so that the infection rate isn't as bad so that we can have the operating rooms back. then that makes logical sense to me. Like I said, I don't see it so much as a, uh, a conspiracy theory or, you know, we're going to lock people up uh, and put them housed in Walmart or HEB or some grocery store or uh, sports arena. However, comma, it's not like we haven't done the training on that before, like Jade Helm 15 and 16.
0: That's where I was going to go yeah. next. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So that's the bad thing is david we can go back and forth on this will it well let me ask you this is it more important of who goes to these facilities or is it more important what administration is in charge when those facilities become activated
0: i could make a case either way but i'm going to say i'll err on the side of the ladder because of the mass casualties that could occur if you don't act right what do you think you oh, tell me man. you're, you're well, the you're the expert what do you think well robin Manuel never
1: let a, a good crisis go to waste exactly you know? if if somehow some way trump were not to be reelected, god forbid And i'm not saying trump is the saving grace of america but he has been a pretty good president uh If someone like Bernie Sanders, who his minions are already talking about putting people like you and I into concentration camps, well, if they're not going to build them and they're already supplied to us by empty grocery stores or these big box stores, well, I mean, if they've already come out and said it and Project Veritas has already proved it, why do you think they wouldn't do it? I mean, if there's one thing that should be... The most shocking is I cannot believe how many socialists and communists we have in America. After this this whole fiasco of the Democrats trying to run their, their brightest idiot for president, I am really shocked at still from twenty fifteen till now, how many people are seemingly like, converting to socialism and communism and thinking that it's okay. And, you know, surprising enough, there's been a lot of Bernie supporters who said, well, you know, if I can't vote for Bernie, I'm voting for Trump. What the hell, sister, does that make? It makes how can no you sense. Very, yeah, how can you go <laughs> for very pro-capitalism and free market, strong America, to I want communism in the gulag? that doesn't make any sense to me but unfortunately those are the people who's going to be voting uh you yeah, so uh, i would stress get out and vote if the the boogeyman coronavirus doesn't get you okay, I mean, what's what's going to happen They're no, already talking about using paper ballots yeah like nothing bad could happen from that <laughs>
0: where do you, you want know, me to start but, should we talk about massive water yeah, I mean, fraud like, or should we talk about transmission of the virus on the paper
1: Right, I mean, it's like it's a lose-lose scenario. It's either you, you, it's either you go outside, you lift open your window, and say, "I'm mad as hell and I can't take this anymore," and you get out on the street and you do something, or you sit back and you say, "I'm mad as hell and I can't take this anymore." And you go, "Nah, I wonder what's on the ESPN." Oh, that's right, nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's, it, to me, in some, in some point of my uh, irrational thinking, it's maddening. A lot of our choices are being taken from us. You can't go next door and have a barbecue anymore or celebrate your, your kid's birthday and let their kids come and visit because, oh, you may be suspected of having a coronavirus party. Get out of here, man. People are people. People need to interact with people. Kids need to interact with other kids some point in the time you need to get outside and go for a walk what are you supposed to do walk around with a six-foot ruler Yeah, this this is this is asinine this is controlling people spreading fear exactly that's all it is
0: i could not agree with you more and this is what i've been saying all along and it's mostly tied to, to the blue cities as we were mentioning earlier I mean, it's funny how the penalties are uniform. It's like they all got together in some secret hall, hopefully they were six feet apart, and they said, okay, let's, in, let's imprison people for six months and let's fine them $1,000 because that's what you're seeing from city to city.
1: Uh, well, I mean, you know what's funny? Is for the longest time I was a young guy, even while in the Marine Corps, and I would watch Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, ABC. Uh, I'd watch C-SPAN to see what the senators and congressmen are talking about. And it's because when I was in high school, my history teacher told me one of the greatest quotes I ever heard in my life. And he said, just because you don't take an interest in politics, doesn't mean politics won't take an interest in you. Now, a couple thousand years ago, a Greek named Pericles said that. If it was true a couple thousand years ago, my God, have we not learned our lesson yet? History repeats itself. There's nothing new under the sun. This this is these are the types of events that just happen and happen and happen. It's because people get lulled asleep. They get comfortable they get complacent in life. And then bam, an emergency happens. They go, well, I don't know what the hell to do. Government, tell me, what should I be doing? And meanwhile, the government is sitting there rubbing its hands together like the bad guy on the Simpsons. I can't remember his name. Like, oh, we already have those policies in place. Don't you worry about it, citizen. You know, know, this is why if you don't prep, you don't save a little bit of money, if you don't forward think, when bad things happen, you're going to be caught in the crossfire. And you're either going to be at the mercy of the government or the mercy of God. And I pray it's the latter. I, I, I pray that you're always in the right place at the right time, never in the wrong place at the wrong time, as my mentor, Steve, Steve Quell told me for years. But it doesn't mean you shouldn't prepare. And you know, I, I, just, I think it's just so dangerous, the mindset of people right now, Dave. So many people, and I've, I've sat there and watched these idiots in Miami. Oh, I don't care if the virus gets me. I'm here to party. Oh, It's like every now and then, you're just like a hope a shark comes up from behind you and takes a chunk out of your butt. You know, just just enough to scare you because you deserve it. Because that mindset, you're spreading that to everyone else around you and whenever it you know, if you're that teenager or that young 20 year old, it may not affect you that bad. Though it is killing some, it's just not being reported. But it may not affect you that bad. But when you go back home and see mom and dad or grandpa and grandma, those are the ones who are really affected by it. So pull your head out of the sand. You know, practice a little bit of common sense. Don't do things you wouldn't do if you had the common cold. Now I don't know what I hadn't said yet, but, you know, if you have the cold and you sneezed on your hand, would you shake someone else's hand? No, oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm cold. I, I, I got the cold. I'm sick. Okay, cool. I'll stay away from you. Taking proper mm-hmm. precautions. Washing your hands, using Germex or some sort of germicide. You know, staying clean. These are things that you should be doing every single day. Not excessively washing your hands. Not like what I saw a lady the other day, who was dabbing. <sighs> she was dabbing Germex onto a cloth and wiping down everything before she touched it. And I'm just standing there at Seven Eleven, and she looked at me and said, "Oh, I'm sorry. Said, no, go ahead. Disinfect everything, please. <laughs> I just want to buy my coffee." All right. Oh so Yeah, I was like, "You no, like, people, have lost your damn mind."
0: I... MyDigitalMoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest. You have enough to worry about. Let us help you set it up and you'll be extremely happy with our service. I did have a guy I, I mean I had some I had a meeting at my place today. But listen, we were all 10 feet apart. Easily. And uh, we were discussing the safety and developing a security system for our neighborhood. And uh, we're so far ahead of the curve i've asked people around are you doing this yet no i said i'm actually going out shooting at night and we won't get caught and um way out in the middle of nowhere and um i need to become more proficient with more weapons and um we're going through all these things today about what we need to do and yet i know hardly anyone around the country is even doing this and we're barely getting started and you talked about people embracing socialism. Here's my, my long-winded point. You know, the socialists aren't doing what I'm doing to get ready. The socialists haven't prepped the way I've prepped. They're the ones that are going to be breaking into my house. They're the ones i got to worry about.
1: Well, I mean, it's not like they haven't told us before. You know, and, and funny or not, a lot of people that were anti gun all of a sudden, because of coronavirus, they go out and buy guns. What are you going to do, shoot the virus? Like everyone's stocking up on ammo right now. Trust me, I get I get the reason why you're stocking up on ammo. I Trust me, I got you beat. I got a lot of ammo. Uh, if you're a reloader, you know what I'm talking about. We got lots of ammo. However, if you're a first-time gun owner, God bless you. Exercise your freedoms. Learn how to properly use that gun. Learn every in and out of it. Learn how to load it. Learn how to unload it. Learn how to do a weapons check. Learn how to fix malfunctions. Learn how to disassemble it. Properly clean it. Assemble it. Do a functions check on it. Learn everything. Go out and shoot. It is your right as an American to protect yourself. However, if you bought it because you're scared... And you don't know what to do with it. And it stays in a locked box. And in that one night, because you're afraid and you keep the ammo 30 feet over here in in a safe that's locked. And then you keep the gun over here in a safe that's locked. And you need the damn thing. It's too late. Exercise common sense. Exercise some proper gun handling safety protocols go to a gun range or ask a friend that actually knows how to use a firearm that way you don't shoot yourself people around you and you can stop the threat yeah you know, and that's that's my my thing that I I, I kind of cheered on. I'm, like, I'm so glad that eventually took something to scare people to buy guns but then there's that that little a little guy that pops up on my shoulder but record, what if it's the bad guys who are finally buying guns? Well, I hope you're not as proficient in it as I am. You know, and I would say this, that I always fear that there's a, a soon to be, I don't know when, but it feels like a soon to be, uh, Civil War 2.0. And what I would ask for all Americans, is to calm down. Think at every point in time, is this necessary, what I'm doing? If it is, continue it. If it's not, sit back and rethink about what is necessary for me to survive and thrive right now. No, It's probably not stocking up on DVDs and Xbox games. It's probably not that. It's probably learning some sort of a skill. But if there ever is any type of the left versus the right remember we're all Americans and everybody on the left that's getting hyped up and everyone on the right that's being hyped up we're all being played by the same politician
0: well, I totally agree with you here I need to make a program announcement here at this point record we agreed to do a two-part interview because we knew we had too much material for one segment so depending how you're listening to us if you're listening to us on kyh we will be back with you tomorrow okay so stay tuned we haven't said saying goodbye yet but we back with you tomorrow uh, afternoon regular time if you're on global star you'll be uh we'll be joining you or you'll be joining us i should say in the second hour so we're going to run these back to back on global Star, but uh so different programming if you're on youtube you're going to see two different postings for the two different hours and on the website you'll see two different postings so i I hope that clarifies everything for everybody here wrecker we're going to step aside here so if you're listening to us on kyh we're going to bid you adieu right now and come back tomorrow for part two everybody else stay tuned because we're going to jump into part two and i've got some targeted questions so um Record, you got about uh, three or four minutes. We're going to come back and do the pre record for part two. And uh, to those on KYH, we'll see you back here again tomorrow. Thanks.